Greetings listeners and welcome to Bridging Knowledge and Policy Elections podcast from the Institute for Governance Reform, IGR. I am Emmanuel Sandy, IGR's Governance Lead, and in today's podcast I am talking to Raymond E. N. George, Director of Media and Communications, Electoral Commission for Sierra Leone. We will be looking at um, the PL and um, electing members of parliament using the PL. So, Mr. George, this year Sierra Leone will use the proportional representation system to elect its members of parliament. However, IGR's recent um, knowledge, attitudes, and practice survey with regards to elections showed that citizens' knowledge of the PR system is very low. For instance, six in ten citizens, like you would say 60% of all the respondents we spoke with, have not even had that um, government has made the announcement to run the next elections using PR. So overall, nearly 80% of voters do not know how their votes are going to be translated into parliamentary seats in the district. So let's um, know, let us talk about the next parliamentary elections and help um, listeners to know what would be the size of the next parliament using the PR and how are seats going to be divided among the 16 districts in Sierra Leone? Uh, thank you very much, Emanuela. Well, first and foremost, I would like to question that um, number you've given, 6 out of 10, 60%, because I believe when the matter was in the Supreme Court, it was all over this country that um, we are in the Supreme Court as second respondents, and we um, made it very clear that um, we have got directives from HE, the president, that will be going into the elections using the proportional representation. Now, specifically, um, that election, the elections that will be affected by the PR system will be the parliamentary and the local council councillors. You know, in parliament, we have two types of representation there. We have the PCMPs, that's the Parliament Chief Members of Parliament, that comes from the 14 districts and they are elected by the traditional authorities, the TAs. They are 14 in number. Those, that one was not go, um, controlled by the PR system. We, we, the election will not be conducted using the PR system. The one that is affected is the ordinary members of parliament. And um, they, that election will be conducted using the proportional representation district block system. Um, later I'll explain that one if you want me to. But um, the size of the parliament, as your question demands, is, will be 135 ordinary members of parliament in, and the 14 PCMPs that will be elected by the TAs. Thank you. Um, can you help listeners understand the difference in how seats are located um, under the PR as compared to how they were allocated under the first past the post? Okay, in Sierra Leone, we have different systems we use to conduct our elections. What is an electoral system? It simply means how we convert the votes. You go to the polling station and you cast your vote. Now, how we convert those votes to seats, either in state a state house, where we have only one seat, or in the district council, where we have um, one seat for the chairperson, or the mayor for cities, and how we convert um, um, the seats in parliament the votes into seats in parliament, and also how we convert your votes 
to seats for councillors. We have three systems that we'll be using on polling day. Now, the first one will be for presidential, which is um, a two-round system. That is, we have our ballot papers, the face of the candidates will be there, the party they are representing, because the law in Sierra Leone states that for you to contest to be a parliament, um, president, you must belong to a political party. So we don't have independent candidates for presidential elections. So we go into the first round, and if any candidate does not make 55% of the valid votes, then we go to, into a second round, which is conducted 14 days after the date you announce the results for the first round. That's a two-round system, and the, when we went to the second round, the runoff, as we call it, it is actually the one with the higher vote. Because when, when we don't have somebody with 55% valid votes in the first round, we make sure the first and second runners go into the runoff. And when they go to the runoff, it's the one with the higher votes, higher valid votes. We also have the first past the post, as you have mentioned. It is still being used in Sierra Leone. We'll still use, we'll still use it on the 24th of June, 2023. It will be for the chairpersons or mayors. That one, we have only one seat for a chairperson in every district council and one seat for a mayor in the city councils. So they will go with the one with the highest vote. The winner takes it all. That's first past the post. And um, then we have the proportional representation, district block system, in which we'll assign seats to all the 16 districts currently in force in Sierra Leone. We have 16 districts. In 2016, it was 14, but we added Karine and Falaba. So now we have 16. And they will be allocated seats. They have already been allocated seats, which we call the district block. And um, um, political parties will be contesting together with independent candidates. And um, what they do is that as an independent candidate, you come as an individual. But for a political party, they give us a list. And that list will be twice the number of seats required in the district. If, for example, Kailao is to get 10 seats, each political party contesting will give us 20 names in order in which they, they prefer them. For example, they will say, okay, I'll prefer Emanuela to be number one because it's our first choice, and Raymond will be number two. It's our second choice. They will put it in that order. 20 of them because there are 10 seats. So that in the case, um, well, after voting, what we do is to find the threshold. First, we determine the threshold. And this year, the threshold for parliamentary is 11.9%. So any political party that has 11.9% of the valid votes is qualified to get a seat. And after that, we have to look at what percentage of that valid, valid vote would give you how many seats. That is, we just take your valid votes all over the total number of valid votes cast for those that are qualified and multiply that by the number of seats. So, for example, if a party has 37% and we have 10 seats and three political parties qualified by getting the threshold, which is 11.9%, so we add the valid votes for the three political parties and then we find out what percentage it will be 37 all over that total valid votes for the three parties times 10. That will give us a quotient that will tell you how many seats you are entitled to in Parliament. That is how we convert those um, votes into seats in the elections. Thank you very much. Um, Mr. George, you mentioned how um, political parties will give their list um, 
to the ECSL and then based on how they have um, ranked their candidates. So the parliament has also approved a public elections act that says that one in three candidates should be a woman. So where will women be placed on the party list for a district? In other words, what will be their position out of the three candidates? Now, um, the law is very specific there. Mm -hmm. It says um, in the event that you have number one being a male, number two being a male, it states that number three must. Um, in the law it says should, but we have made it must. It must be a female. But there is nothing wrong if you can have three female. Nothing wrong if you can have two female and a male. But the law says for if the event that you have two male, then the one that comes number three must or should be a female. The, the emphasis there in is, is, the, is a should is compelling you that it should it should be a, a female. But that doesn't stop any political party from having three female. You can have two female and a male. But in the event that you have two male, then the third one must be a female. And um, it has given the commission the powers to reject the list if it is not in that order. So political parties must comply. Otherwise, if they come with a list that is all male, the, the, the commission has the power to reject it until they put it in the order in which the law mandates them. Can the order also be that women are um, on the first position? It could be. I said it could be three female. There is no problem. The law, the law has nothing to do with that. But in the event there are two males, then the third one must be a female. Or it can be two, number one female, number two female, and number three a male. But if you put two male, one, number two is a male, then number three must be a female. So under Sierra Leone's PR system, is it possible for independent candidates to win seats? Yes, I have made mention of um, the presidential election where we don't have independent candidates. But in all the other phases, you see, when you go into the PCMP, it's only for parliament chiefs. When you go to presidential, it's for political parties. When you come to ordinary members of parliament, you come to mayor and chairpersons, and you come to council, local council councillors, independent candidates can contest. And it's possible if you can meet the threshold, because the threshold there is 11.9%. And um, this we calculated using what we call the Kennery formula, because it was put forward by the chief lecturer commissioner um, in a meeting. He said, well, why don't we use this formula to see how we can get this threshold so that we can justify how we arrived at it. It's not just thinking of a number. You know, because when you have 16 districts, and 16 districts, we have 135 seats in Parliament for OMPs, Ordinary Members of Parliament. If you divide 16 by 135 and you multiply that by 100, you will have 11.9%, which is the threshold. So an independent candidate can easily, if you are popular, you can make a threshold, and then you are qualified to get a seat and go to Parliament and represent your, your, your people. If you, if you go to parliament as an, as an independent candidate, you stay independent until the end of parliament. So that is why, um, in, even in council, you can also... By the way, the, the, the threshold for council is 4.5%. Because we have 22 councils countrywide, and if you divide that by 493 seats, which are required for the councillors in every district, in every council, and you multiply that by 100, you have 4.5. That is 22 
divided by 493 times 100, you know, 4.5%. So every candidate or every political party needs to make that 4.5% of valid votes within the locality, within the council. And then you are qualified to go to the next stage where we award seats to you. Remember, the awarding of seats is based on the percentage of vote that you scored out of the total percentage of valid votes of all those parties that are qualified, that is those who have the 4.5% for councils. We add all of their total and we take your own, your own valid votes, divide it by the to that total number and we multiply by the number of seats that are required. So it's just like um, saying you have a representational quotient where you have a whole number and those numbers have come after a decimal point. We call them the remainder. So we award the seats using the quotient, the whole number, automatic seats, and then the quotient we can give you based on the highest remainder method if there are additional seats to be distributed. So in August um, 2022, IGL did um, an assessment on the threats to peaceful elections in which the um, ECSL was um, consulted and engaged on the findings of that um, um, survey and it also showed that knowledge of the PR was low and so when we did the KAP um, first week in February this year we wanted to test that again if anything had changed there is little knowledge in um, western area but when you get to the provinces and the villages and the um, the smaller towns because it was a nationwide survey we saw that the knowledge is really, really low. So to help listeners to better understand, as we are discussing today, um, on how um, members of parliament will be elected using the PR, um, it is good when we, do, when we use comparison and try to you know, break it down for the layman in the village to be able to understand. So let's look at um, Kenema in, in the east and Kwenadugu in the north. In Kenema, um, for the past elections in 2018, SIPP took 84% of the votes, and while APC had 11% of the votes and NGC took 2% of the votes. However, all the 11 seats went to SLPP. What would it have looked at if it was under the PR? Well, as at that time... Those 11 seats? Yes. Yes. As at that time, probably the threshold would have been established and um, you'll find out that um, even in the PR there's a possibility that all of the seats will be allocated to one political party based on the percentage of valid votes that they have and that is why we have asked that um, if there are 10 seats allocated or 11 seats as in Kenema you're citing now they will give us 22 names hoping that um, no, no other party gets the threshold then the one that has the highest valid votes and mixed threshold will have to take all of the seats. So in the PR system what happens is that um, it means that the first 11 people on the list automatically becomes parliamentarians. Now if somebody, if the seat becomes vacant after that 11 then the number 12 person comes up and takes that position. But you will find out that um, it is a threshold. A political party must make a threshold of 11.9%. And um, one good thing about this one is that you are not going to campaign as an individual. If it's a list, 
everybody is going to campaign. If I know my name is number 11 on the list, definitely I'll urge my people to come out, my supporters to be part of the process. I will educate them, teach them on how to cast their vote. It's not going to participate in the process. It's making a valid vote. So I'll make sure I'll intensify the campaign, make sure that they are aware of um, how to vote and um, how to mark the ballot so that it does not become an invalid or void ballot. And then the turnout will be large because if I don't come out to vote for number one, I'll vote for number five because it probably is my relative or is the person I want to go. You see, so there, is, there will be high turnout and there is easier, it is easier for a party to meet the threshold. Because I am sure if you go to Kenema, as you've rightly said, 11% for APC, probably they have more supporters that did not take part in the process. But you will find out that for now, they've got 11% is just to just increase the campaign strategy and make sure you contact your supporters there, let them come out and vote. Probably you've not looked at the invalid votes. Probably they have more invalid votes that would have earned them that 11.9% to make sure that they get a seat. And the good thing is that inclusiveness will be uh, one key thing that would stand out. If you go again to um, Bombali, I'm sure the SLVB party will have supporters in that whole of Bombali district that will earn them at least 11.9%. So we begin to see members of parliament that are um, SLVB coming from Bombali. Supposed to, um, members of parliament that are APC coming from Kenema. Instead of having all of them being one political party. That is one good thing that this system will come out with. And you will find out that even wastage of votes is another thing. And if you look in first past the post, take their five contestants and the winner, maybe the margin between the first and the second is probably very small. But if you add all of the contestants, add all of their valid votes together, they are more than the winner. And you find out that those in favor of the winner are smaller than the number of people that are against the, 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 him being a leader. But it takes everything. The winner takes it all. But if I know that um, the, the, the PR system, as long as I've made the threshold, if there are four seats, you get three and I get one. I have also won. And we'll, we'll celebrate as winners. I will celebrate and you will also celebrate because I have somebody to take my voice to Parliament. So you see, so um, um, that's how um, I, I agree with the research, but um, I'm sure had we had the threshold, we would have seen somebody representing those minority. Those, that's 11%. 11% um, and the NGC adding together, you know, you, 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 you see that um, if they just intensify their efforts, they just testify their campaign. They can make it. A good one also is Kwanadugu. Um, here, APC um, took 51% of the votes. Okay. And then SRPP had 21%, NGC 15 and C4C1. So all four seats went to APC. APC. Yes. So how would it have been different under the PR so that people would understand? If we had gone through the mathematics, there, there are four seats. Mm -hmm. Fifty-something percent would have an APC at least two seats. Okay. And um, the percentage scored by SLPP and NGC mm -hmm. would have earned them at least one seat each from that district. So we'd have seen somebody representing SLPP as an MP in Parliament. 
some um, um, one person representing NGC as MP for Kwenado in Parliament. And APC would have got two instead of four this four seats, taking all of the seats together. You see, so you see that the supporters of SLPP and the supporters of NGC, their voice was not represented in parliament. Mm -hmm. So that is one good thing this system would bring about. They would have got at least two of the seats going to one to SLPP and the other one to NGC. And this would have been all APC. I, um, I believe this um, system would also bring out that one. Because at least they were able to make above the threshold that we have set today, mm -hmm. which is 11.9, they are mm -hmm. above mm -hmm. the threshold. Mm -hmm. So for political parties, meeting the threshold is really, really key for them to be uh, members of parliament in this coming elections. That's very key because it's like going to school and they tell you you should have 50% to be promoted to the next class. And you have 49.9. It means you have not made the grade. You see, so we, it is good that they, 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 they meet the threshold. We will not be adding, no subtracting. It's what you have that will give to you. So it is good that they, they, they meet the threshold. That's it. That is, according to the law, it says that is what qualifies you to get a seat. It qualifies you to get a seat. So if you are not qualified to get a seat, then you have to wait until the next election. So the smaller political parties, um, it might be difficult for them to meet the threshold. What would they do? No, we, they we, band were gone? No, we don't call them smaller parties. We okay. don't have the, small new, parties. the new political parties. Well, what they, what they, they told us is that they are financially disabled parties. Oh my God. <laughs> financially disabled. But they are supporters. Mm. And it depends on how you sell out your ideologies, mm. how you manifest to you, present to the people, and how you convince them. The choice of candidates is the popularity how people, are, the candidates are popular, what have they done in their communities. And um, some people will critique the system, saying um, the, the electorate do not, will not know the, the, the candidates they put on the list. Mm -hmm. It's coming from political parties. But let me tell you, the law that we have now says that your internal democracy must be in line with um, the democratic principles that operate in the country. And each political party will have to go by that. That is why the, the political parties regulation commission is now in operation you see because when you go there is a, there's a new PPRC act that mandates you to conduct you know you, you should not unpick the the, the supporters will have, or the, uh, people have to vote for them to become candidates so if you don't fulfill that process then you are not qualified they say um, they can take you to PPRC and they can overturn your list or your decisions so you see, so that is um, one good thing about the system is that you they will take the people, they will take the, the contestants to you, the candidates, they take them to you, and you will have to vote. The, the electorate will have to vote for them, and I'm sure that will also be seen in the order of ranking on the list. Probably the one with the highest votes will be number one. The next in line, probably that's what the robot, the gender factor must come into play. Right, the, the women, two men, two men, one one woman. That will be taken into consideration and um, we'll begin to see parties going down to actually consult with the electorate before selecting the candidates. So thank you very much for being with us. Um, ladies and gentlemen, is Mr. Raymond George, the Director of Media um, from the Electoral Commission of Sierra Leone. Thanks for listening. I am Emmanuel Sandy, and thanks to my producer Lucy Aliu. 
You've been listening to Bridging Knowledge and Policy Elections podcast by the Institute for Governance Reform.